coming in as we're talking here. This is another episode of the Identity Group. Uh, my name's Hero. That's ET Facts. Eric. Uh, we are here to identify with you as you identify with us. That's what we do here. And there's right now there's ten people in the booth right now. So please indulge. Shout out. Talk to each other. Shout out. You got a bunch of people in there right now. Talk to them. Hit it up. Have your own conversations. But me and Eric are about to get into something that Eric is extremely passionate about. And this is usually at the point in the show where I uh, simply, you know, pick up my pen and start drawing on my art pad because Eric's going to go in and I don't really need to be here. But we have been getting data from the pandemic, the uh, PPE funding, the last... No, can we stop calling the PPEs PPP? I know we're thinking, we've got to get your medical brain off. Oh, God. PPP funding, <laughs> you already know what I'm thinking about, too. <laughs> I'm thinking crazy. about work for five Yeah, seconds. I'm thinking about work. But we're basically, we're thinking about the coronavirus funding. Uh, the bill yeah. that came out nine months ago where you got $1,200, $1,200 maybe. Mm. <laughs> Not, if I don't, you were single, 24 if you're single, I, I don't know if you even qualify. But basically, what happened was... There was a lot of companies and corporations that got that funding and that funding didn't really belong to them because there's hundreds of thousands, millions of people. There's currently 20 million people still without a job yeah. and 800,000 people just about 3000 people are dying a day from coronavirus. Like that funding needed to go to people in the streets right now, but instead it's going to Radio Shack. It's going to, uh, uh, hold on, hold on, pause. Radio Shack got money. Radio Shack has two stores state in the state and they got money. Cheesecake Factory, who hasn't paid their bills since April, got money. $3 million. YouTubers got money. The the neglect, the sheer abuse, the sheer greed. And I'll, I'll never stop talking about it because as long as I live, I never want to know this craving for money. I don't know. I've, I'm, I've been fortunate and blessed to have a very comfortable life, but I will never understand this infatuation with money. But furthermore, it's because it's something that is preached religiously in both Christian and Muslim households. Mm. It's one of the five pillars of Islam. You can't get into the, the to the virgin islands of heaven if you don't give to the poor, to the less than. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of our pillars. So I, I don't understand people's infatuation with greed to my point there is something pretty disgusting when people use the backs of weak people and feed off mm-hmm. this and what we're talking about is the prosperity church so we're going to play this video and then i'm gonna let eric i'm gonna let eric run free on the souls of all of these people um let's go here As small businesses here in the United States continue to close their doors because they simply cannot make enough money to stay open during this pandemic and recession, a new report has come out to show us that billionaire and millionaire megachurch pastors 
ended up getting their hands on millions of dollars in PPP loans from the federal government for their churches. And at least one of these pastors, a man by the name of Marcus Lamb, who runs Daystar Television, uh, according to Religion Dispatches, uh, they have as many as 2 billion viewers and it's valued at a quarter of a billion dollars. Uh, he got $4 million in PPP loans and then he proceeded to buy a Gulfstream 5 private jet. Now, the private jet is valued at $9 million and he only got four. So, of course, yeah, I mean, he had to pony up the other $5 million. But also, as we all know, because of the new Republican tax, it's not even new anymore, it's three years old, but because of the Republican tax cut package, he's going to get to write off almost all of the cost of that private jet on his taxes this year, too. So he, he took our money, our, our tax dollars, money that was meant to go to help small businesses survive the pandemic, and he buys himself a private jet with it, and now... After this year ends, he is going to be able to write off most of the cost of that, further fleecing the American taxpayers. What a time to be alive, right, folks? Because this is how the system works. If you have money, the system is rigged so that you can make even more money. But if you don't have money, if you're struggling to get Mm -hmm. by, the system's rigged so that you can't get a helping hand. In fact, you get punished if you try to take a helping hand. But this story about these mega church founders is absolutely deplorable. Um, and I think that is the most appropriate word. Uh, Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church. Um, annual budget of $90 million. Um, yeah, he, I, I'm trying to... Um, let's go back to the chat for two. Before I let you run free on this, I just want y'all to know that these churches, I know you're probably thinking if you know anything about the legal system, there is a separation of church and state. These churches aren't supposed to get the PPP funding. The reason why they were able to do this is because they were exploiting a loophole where charity could be given. So they basically asked them to donate money to a charity and then this scumbag took the money from that charity and put it into buying a buying a percentage of a fourth nine million dollar jet uh i now give you eric okay <clears throat> i need to clear my throat pardon me for that i'm gonna start with a little foundation the reason why churches are allowed to do this is a part of lyndon bain's great great society he instituted the 501c3 because during his time the church was such a huge fa- a staple in this country that he in order for the government to have control over some of the things that are said and done in the church you need to incentivize these institutions to um allow you into their business so the 501c3 has been the most detrimental thing to the american church because it completely removes the responsibility of the the patrons of the church and the parishioners to actually do what the bible says it's very very clear in no uncertain terms that everybody would take who was a part of a congregation 
would bring all of their things together and they would divide them amongst the people. They would feed everybody in the congregation every day. They would make sure everybody was clothed. Everybody had somewhere to live. Like, so that no, the, the goal was for nobody to have lack. The way church is set up in America today, they are corporations. And I'm, t- I'm telling you what I know. This isn't guesswork. So if you don't know, Eric's been to Bible college. Eric's been ordained as a minister. I don't talk like a minister yet. Y'all know. Um, but yeah, that's 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 my background. I have a degree in theology. This is this is what I know. I've started a church and I've worked at three other churches on staff paid. And I'm going to tell you, grossly underpaid for what I did. Grossly underpaid. See, these 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 places get can get away with doing doing these things in the name of God. And anybody who's brainwashed and doesn't understand what's going on would just blindly go along with this. But what these churches do is that they set up this 501c3 and then they do not have to file any freaking documents to the IRS at all. If they're smart, they hire a third party auditor to come in and audit their books. So should they get into any legal trouble and the government comes and sniffs around, they can use the third party to say, here's our books. Here's the audit. Go ahead and scrub it. But no, this is the major problem. These churches get people to blindly donate the clothes. I've seen you can ask my wife. We've been sitting in service when people give the freaking clothes off their back and leave it at the altar. Jewelry. I've seen a dude give his skateboard. I've seen a surfboard at the altar. I've seen all these things. And you know what happens when they when, when they take all this stuff and go in the back? They laugh. Oh, we can't do nothing with this. I will donate that. I will pawn. They pawn people's prized possessions. Pawn them. Laugh at what people gave. People gave from their heart and they ridicule these people behind closed doors. They laugh at them. They fleece these unwitting people for everything that they've worked for. And most of the people who go to church live at or below poverty. Let's just put it out there. Let's just talk about it. They live at or below poverty. And when they work up the nerve to reach into their pocketbook and give something, it's never enough. So that the pastors can go buy a freaking private jet. This isn't the first time we heard of this. Marcus Lamb, Creflo Dollar, mm. Jesse Duplantis. Do I need to keep going down the freaking list? Marcus Lamb is from started his first station in Cincinnati or Cleveland with Jim Baker, who we all know was a crook. It was a, a having infidelity with his wife. So he moves to freaking Dallas, starts a station here in Dallas, blows up. Mind you, Marcus Lamb wasn't faithful to his wife either. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just air you all out since I'm, since I'm on one right now. You weren't faithful to your wife. You took a PPP loan that you did not need. You're worth millions and millions of dollars. You could have bought the plane. You, you have an actual business. That you could have, I'm sure, 
you can't be 60 something years old, have a ministry and then not have a personal business. Why didn't you use your personal business, pony up personal money and go purchase the plane? Why did you need that plane? It's the same bullcrap excuse. Jesse the planet says, I'm up here burning up these jets for the, doing the Lord's work. Yeah, but you're taking personal holidays for two weeks with your family. You're going here, there, and God knows where else. Listen, I need to see your log of where you're going. Like, you're just, you're just wasting, wasting taxpayer money for what? You're, what makes you different than any of these crook politicians? You're the exact same. You're, to, you're the other side of that wicked coin. That's what you are. Joel Osteen is worth 50 to $60 million, took out a PPP loan to keep the old compact center and his staff going. Why didn't you reach into your pocket and pay that? Why do you, why do you need 50, $60 million if you're not going to do what the book says to do with the money? It didn't say hoard the money for yourself. The Bible says lay up treasure in heaven. It doesn't say lay up treasure here. You can't take any of that crap with you. You need to do what the book says to do. I said, but this is the problem. Listen, all these mega churches here, you want to talk about ending poverty in this country? The goddamn mega churches here could end poverty in America. They refuse to do so. 13, they absolutely 13 refuse. Billion dollar industry. And they can and easily. They could pay. They have enough money coming in every year that they could pay for college for everybody. Um, let me just let me just throw that out there. They're they're doing well. This is this is insane that we even have to talk about this in a pandemic when you could have not taken the taxpayer money. You could have not been a scumbag like the rest of these politicians who are patting their friends on the back. And you want to pay back the loan because you got outed. That's really what this is about. You don't want, and under the guys we don't run a bring a reproach on the Lord. Nah, man, bro, it's too late for that. It's too late. You only have integrity once. Exactly. And integrity is doing the right thing when nobody's looking. Not when we flip the light on and you and we find out you're a cockroach and mm. we're trying to squash you. Mm. You're a cockroach. That's absolutely what you are. It's unacceptable behavior. And if people, if if these people are gonna really man, most of these people fake Christians. They don't even know the, they don't even know this book. They go out here and they ring people out for every single freaking extra dollar that they have. And they make people feel guilty for not having it. When that book is very clear that you have to give with a heart to if you do what your heart motivates you to do. And thank you, Keisha. During a the pandemic, they still want to do this. It just shows you how how greed. Again, the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. When you will go and do that in a pandemic and you don't actually need the money because you're getting millions of tax free dollars every freaking month from your congregants. It's just greed. At the end of the day, you be very, very, very leery. If you're a Christian and you watch this, you be leery of preachers who always ask for money, who always talk about offerings who always talk about hey you need to give this and that no you have to do it with a heart and you have and what what you give doesn't have to be money mm. time talent abilities listen 
when when I was in Bible college, it was required that we went out and give those three things. I was out on the street feeding homeless people, feeding underprivileged, bringing them clothes, doing Bible studies in the house, in the projects in Tampa. That's 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 what that's real service. We don't, the church isn't set up to serve people anymore. It's, it's set up to fleece people, make them feel good, pat them on the back. Church is full of people going to hell. <laughs> and most of the preachers go at the front of the freaking line. And that's all I got to say about that. The thing I want to just close on with this is there's a reason why youth rate of church going has dropped off. It's not because. And, and it's worse with the boys from dude and, to, and to, i'll tell the and i'll tell the facts on this the reason especially for males leaving the church in places of faith is because of this patriarchy of these dominant pastors who want to be the alpha and, and this you and this lady as, pastors too it's a lot of lady pastors yeah for sure but the thing that no one wants to really talk about is how we've been set up with this lack of control with this lack of understanding with this lack of like this lack of care because the youth millennials us gen z we not coming up rich so the spite handed down to us for not being able to give anything you talking about people giving away skateboards that's a mode of transportation for that guy he skateboarded there and walked back home I'm telling you, Shawnee can come in here right now and tell you stories. So Shawnee was an administrator at one of these churches. I'm not calling it out. And she, this story I told about them, I got it from her because she used to count the offering. She she will come in here and tell you flat out, baby. Tell them in the comments section. I'm I'm she she'll she'll co-sign it. This is this is real. We've seen behind we've seen so much impropriety with money in churches. People see a big amount of money, more money than they've ever seen in their life. And the only thing that they can think about is how do I keep this coming? How do I make sure that I always have goo gobs of money? Have you ever noticed that the, the religious, the really high ranking religious people always have the best of everything? Some of them don't take salaries, but they do exploit the ministry and use it to their advantage to get rich. It's in the middle of a pandemic. You should not steal from the American people. It's just not the right thing to do. And honestly, I really, really wish that things were different. But the only satisfaction I'll get is watching Watching them uh, get drugged down to the to the abyss by the angels whenever whenever this is all over. Do you think do you think Eric is a it's time to start taxing churches? I've all actually I've always been of the mind because I know how how churches are set up. Churches need to be either not uh, not incorporate uh, like. I think there should be no more not-for-profit status for churches. And if there is, they need to run it. Like, I need a W-9 every year. See, here and I work for nonprofits, real nonprofits. We know that our nonprofits are in the business of making money. This is how they can afford to pay us the salary they pay us. But at the end of the day, listen, even the wicked, the unsaved, 
the heathens who run their nonprofits, they distribute all the money that they have left over at the end of the year to their staff. I got a, a cash bonus, a very nice, I got a 12% cash bonus this year. And then they dumped another 8% in my retirement account. They moved all the extra money off their books to us. Where do you see that happening in religious institutions at the end of the year? Where's that money? Who, where's that money getting distributed to? This is, this see, once we start talking about this, this is the problem. So the churches either need to be completely, run it like it's supposed to be run, and Uncle Sam needs to be in their dirty hole every freaking year with a fine-tooth comb looking for it any sign of impropriety or they just need to make churches incorporate c-corp straight up c-corp you need to run it like a business and you need to watch every freaking penny and then we're gonna come check on you at times that hopefully will be inconvenient for you and then we'll see if you're really doing the lord's work <sighs> it's it's vexing it's tiring but I, I implore the people watching this, if you're hearing this, don't fall victim to this. Don't give your God doesn't want you to give your last dollar to him. He'll he'll never use the money for anything. God doesn't want you to give the shirt off your back. God doesn't want you to not eat dinner tonight. There's no way you putting money into a church is going to give you prosperity that's something that's defined by nature and already preordained through god mm -hmm. if you have to give something to god in order to receive it you're praying to the wrong god i'll say yep. it over Straight and up. over and over again you could rub buddha's belly all you want you can walk your ass up to mecca you can sit there and scream jesus is black to the ends of the moon but the moment you start giving something in order to receive something to a higher power you have lost all your power. And that was a story. We got 12 people in here. We're 12 people deep. We're deep right now in the comment sections. No, I'm just saying, Eric, we... you, you set it up. But, Eric, <laughs> where can they find Hold us, on. bro? <laughs> Listen, we got 12 people watching, and we only got six likes. I'm just I'm just going to throw that out there. And I and I haven't seen the, 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 sub, the subs go up. I would just ask y'all to do us a favor, man. Help us get this this kind of content out to more people we live for youtube everything that drives here on nice for youtube so you'll find us here so go ahead hit the sub give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down we don't really care then right next to the thumbs up and thumbs down is a little arrow that goes over to the right click that too send it to your entire contact list tell them to sub and then come swim in the comment section just come hang out with us there. If not, we get it. Go to Facebook. We'll be uh, simulcast over on Facebook. We're on Twitch. We're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. We're on Instagram at the underscore identity underscore booth. TikTok at the same uh, ha uh, handle. And Twitter at the same handle. Come get some. Seems like every night. Don't care who's wrong or right. I hope the end is like slower down and we can catch the vibes. The vibes.